You are about to listen to the S. Anthony Says Podcast, starring S. Anthony Thomas. <laughs> you lucky bastards. All right, this is S. Anthony. Glad you came back. Ready for the next one? All right, here we go. Go! friends you know who this is this is s anthony thomas this is the s anthony says podcast i'm actually recording this on sunday afternoon i'm gonna i might even put it out today damn it because uh, i know everybody's going out memorial day i may put it out monday i don't know i haven't decided yet but what i have decided is that i want to talk to you about something like i do three times a week (laughs) i just got another car and uh, I was just thinking about it and it reminded me of the first my first brand new car my first time going on to a dealership and buying a new car that you know there was zero like negative point five point zero miles on it and I was the one that put all the miles on the car and there was no ass dents in the seat it was my car and that's it and it was the greatest feeling in the world if you ever had your if you've ever purchased your first new car it is the best man it is the best feeling in the world, especially if at that time I was living in Los Angeles and riding the Los Angeles buses everywhere, or walking every place. And I went from riding the bus and walking to my first brand new car. Yes. Couldn't wait to show that damn thing off. Couldn't wait to pick up my friends and take them places. I was looking for reasons to drive places. I lived across the street from a Burger King. And guess what? If I wanted to go to Burger King, I could have walked across the street like I had done for the two years before I purchased that car. But guess what I did? Got in my car and drove right across the street. Why? Because I had a car, damn it, and I wanted to drive it. But what I think about when I think about that car is, other than the whole greatness of just knowing that I could put the key in the ignition, I didn't have to worry about it not starting. I didn't have to worry about anything. It was going to work, and I knew it, and it was under warranty, and everything was perfect. It reminded me of when I was in the dealership after we had negotiated the price and all of, the, all of that kind of ridiculousness. When the guy gave me the keys, I had already called insurance and paid for my insurance. He handed me the keys, and then he said, Mr. Thomas, there you go. I said, this is my first new car. Okay, well, fantastic. This is great. I'm glad I was the guy that sold you your first new car. That's fantastic. And he hands me these two keys. And I'm thinking, okay, this is the key that, you know, I drive the car with and everything. And here's the duplicate key. So I go home. I put the keys there, and I'm like, I don't need both keys. I'll leave one here. And I take one key with me. And I'm going about my business. And then I try to get into the glove compartment, and it won't open. I'm going, that's weird. I just got this thing. This is a brand new car. How come the, the, the glove compartment is... Eh, whatever. Maybe it's stuck. I'll get it fixed later. I'll take it I'll take it to the place that in a day or... I'll take it tomorrow and maybe they'll fix the lock. I don't know what the hell's going on. Oh, man. Let me put these bags in the trunk. I try to take my groceries and put them in the trunk. I can't open the trunk. At least not with the key. But there was a... Obviously, there was a, a latch inside the car, so I open it up. And that won't do anything. And I'm going, what the hell is wrong with this thing? I just got this car. It's a brand new car. And I can't get the damn, you know, glove compartment open. And I can't get the trunk open. This is bull, man. This is ruining the fun of having a brand new car. So I go back. And I look at the keys. And I notice they're a little bit different. So I take the key that I left at the house. And I walk back outside. And that key that I left at the house opens the trunk, opens the glove compartment. Everything's fine. And I go, oh. Why does this key? Oh. Idiot. Then I realized it was the valet key. The valet key lets you drive the car, lets you open up the car doors, but it will not let you in the glove compartment. It will not not let you into the trunk. Of course. The valet key. And when I think about the valet key, I realize 
We hand out valet keys in our lives all the time, if you really think about it. If you really think about it, most people that you talk to, most relationships that you have, you're giving the person the valet key. You keep the real key to yourself. Right? There's nothing wrong with giving out the valet key. Something safe about giving out the valet key. Most of the friends in your life or the people you know get the valet key. They can get in the car. They can ride in the car. They can drive the car. But there's a little bit of something you say for yourself. Up, 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 up. Nope. That glove compartment's not for you. Uh, up, up, up. The contents of that trunk are not for you. Mm-mm. We're cool. We're cool enough for you to get into the car. But you ain't getting in that trunk and you're definitely not getting into the glove box. It's none of your business what's in there. And it's cool when you are the one that has the real key, when it's your car. It's cool to have the power of the valet key. You can decide who's going to get in that glove box and who's going to get in that trunk. That's the best. Here's the valet key. Hey, you lucky you riding. Just take that valet key and be glad to get in the car and shut your mouth. And there's nothing wrong with it. Even if you know you get a person that's giving you the valet key, you're a friend with the person, but there's some things they keep to themselves, that's cool. It's their, it's their car. It's okay if, they, if you don't go in the glove compartment. You Be honest with you, you don't really give a shit about the glove compartment. You don't really give a shit about the trunk. When I drive a friend's car, I don't care what key they give me. I just want to drive the car from point A to point B. Maybe they need to sleep. Doesn't matter. I don't care. But think about this. Imagine if it's a relationship. And you really care about this person. And you want to know everything about every aspect of her car. You want to know the tire pressure. You know what I'm saying you want to be able to play with the knobs. You want to be able to make her high beams go on. You want to put some glasses in that sunglass holder between the front seats. You want to put your cup all up in her cup holders. You want to adjust her chairs. You want to roll around in the back seat. You want to slide that chair back and forth to whatever depth you feel like it. You want to adjust her mirrors and her windows. You want to be able to rev her engine up and drive her. The, you want to take her to the red line. Yeah, I said it. You want to open up her gas camp and put that thing up in there. Fill that engine up with all that gas. You want to pop her hood and put that oil up in her. You want to squirt her damn windshield washer fluid. I said it. You want to put some water all up in her damn radiator. And you want to say, nah, girl, you just sit right there and let me put all this 50-50 antifreeze all up in you. That's right. You think you did something. You, right. And then you find out she gave you the valet key. You get to do all of that. But you can't go in the trunk. And you can't get in that glove box. Now, you dirty-minded bastards, don't think that when I say you can't get in the trunk, I'm talking about butt stuff. In this instance, I'm not. Okay, I kind of am, but you didn't have to point it out. I know you were you snick, you snick, snickering over there, snickering and hey, butt stuff. That's not what I meant, you sick bastards. Okay, it's kind of what I meant, but that's not really what I meant. I was just using it as, as a metaphor that I'm holding back something important from you. And in the beginning, you don't give a shit. You're just happy to be driving. You're happy to take your key and slide it up in there and turn the car on. You're happy to hear that engine purr. You're happy to go from point A to point B in comfort. You're happy that when it's cold outside, it's warm to you because you get to turn the heat on. If it's hot outside, it's cold to you because you get to turn the air conditioning on. Everything is great. You can take the car to the store. You can buy groceries. You can put them in the front seat, put them in the back seat, but you can't put them in the trunk. You can't get into the glove box.
and that kind of bothers you at first doesn't bother you then it starts to bother you what you got in the damn glove box huh and then they open a glove box in front of you and you see a little bit of what's in there and then they have some stuff in there for another person say hey 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 how come your girlfriend Huh, your homegirl, I know she's your best friend and all of that, but how come she gets to put stuff in the glove box? Ain't none of my stuff in that glove box. What's up with that? It's not a big deal. It is up to you. Give me the damn valet key. Who you giving the real key to, damn it? Does your girlfriend get the real key? Is there some guy who you dated before me, did he get the real key? Did he get to put stuff in your trunk? Don't not let me put stuff in, deep up in your trunk because some other guy put stuff in your trunk. How, how many other guys got to put stuff in your trunk? If you open up that trunk right now, if there's a shoe from somebody else, is somebody else's stuff in that trunk, how come I can't get in that trunk, damn it? Why are you holding stuff back from me? <laughs> now, don't, don't, get, don't feel left out, ladies. I know that I'm using all these metaphors and I'm sticking the key in and putting the stuff in the trunk and sliding the glove box. It, all, it's, it, 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 it applies to you, too. Now, granted, in the sex, the man is the one putting something up in you. But when I'm talking about inserting, I'm talking about even from your perspective, because you don't actually insert anything into us for the most part. You do insert something inside of us from an emotional standpoint. You insert that feeling of wanting to be with just you. You insert that feeling of how important she is to me and I wish she was mine and I'm so glad she's with me. You insert that and turn on the key and rev up our engines. Right? But you don't like it when we don't let you up in the trunk either. Why is all that space back there inside of your heart that you don't allow me to have? How come you never cry in front of me? And how come you never, and how come, and what's with this glove box? How come you don't let me know what you're thinking? And how come you don't? You don't need to know what I'm thinking. Just be happy you riding. You riding, right? It feels comfortable in the car, doesn't it? I let you play with the damn, I let you, 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 you the one that gets to, to turn the damn uh, radio to whatever station you want to. Okay, I let you plug your iPod in. You understand why you care about what's in the damn glove box? Can I have something to myself? Can I have at least a glove box in my car to myself? We're sharing the car. I let you in the car. I let you drive the car. I give you a key to the car. Yes, but it's the valet key. What difference does it make? You don't have anything to put in the trunk in the first place. The valet key. <laughs> and sometimes when you get the valet key, it bothers you. As a young man, it drives you insane. But when you get a little older and a woman gives you the valet key, you're going, well, you know what? I don't mind it too much. Because like I said, I could be walking right now. <laughs> you know, I could be in my car. And I really want to be, I really need to be riding with her right now. You know, when she's in my car, I give her the full key. Maybe she doesn't feel comfortable right now. Maybe something bad happened to her before. And she gave the real key to somebody else and they cleaned out her trunk. And took all her stuff or messed her trunk up and left it messy. Maybe they put some crab shells in there and it stinks. I don't know. Maybe they met, put some crap in her glove box and it spilled over and messed everything up. I don't know. And yes, I am kind of paying the penalty because somebody else did not know how to handle her real key. And that's why I got the valet key right now. But the simple fact that she gave me a valet key, let me in the car, let me drive the car, let me pick up that hood, let me put that oil up in there, let me put that 50-50 antifreeze all up in her damn radiator. Let me take, let me put the dipstick in and check her oil. Let me pump up her tires. You did yeah, that's right. I fill those tires all up with that good hot air. 
should let me take that car to the car wash and spit shine the outside. You damn, I made those tires of her tires were shining. Her tires were shining. They were shining because of the way I shined them. I vacuumed those chairs like they ain't never been vacuumed. I cleaned the inside. I armor-rolled the hell out of her dashboard. I, you damn right. I took out the Q-tips and I got around the, 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 the knobs of the radio and got all that dust out of there. Boy, yeah, Jack. Damn right. If you check... If you check the, the computer on the car, you know what happens? The number one position in the car where she has all the all the, all the, the mares the way she wants them, she let me have control number two. So when I'm in her car, if you push number two, all the all the mirrors and the temperature, temperature in the car and the radio stations go to where I want them. So, yeah, I got the valet key for right now. But I ain't always going to have the valet key. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I said it. You see, she may not be ready to give you the real key. Or he may not be ready to give you the real key yet. But they let you in the car. They let you ride around, didn't they? They let you ride around when they weren't around. Just be cool, man. You'll get the regular key. I've been in those relationships where somebody did something horrible. And she gave me the valet key. Reluctantly gave me the valet key. Came to my house. Left her car there. Would you wash my car for me? Yeah. Um. And I look at the key. See, here's the key. And I look at the key and it's the valet key. I don't care. She left the car with me. You can drive it around. Not a problem. You know, I mean, I know you have a car and your car is, is as good as mine. But, you know, if you want to drive it around, you know, that's okay. Not a problem. Just drive it. I'll drive it around. Make sure it's cool. And she came back to town to pick her car up. And I detailed the hell out of that car. All the tires were pumped. I detailed it. Put a, Filled the tank. She had to have a tank when she left. She came back. She had a full tank. One of her knobs on her radio was broken. I fixed the shit out of it. I fixed the shit out of it. And she gets in the car. Oh, God, it smells great in here. What happened? I cleaned it up, girl. I cleaned I detailed the shit out of it. And if you look at, look at, look at, look at the radio. Oh, my God, the knob's fixed. You damn, I fixed your knob, girl. Fixed it. How much I owe you? Owe me? You don't owe me for fix. You my woman, damn it. If your knob is broken, oh, I'll fix your knob. If your car's a little funky, oh, I'll clean the car up. I like to keep your car fresh. I'll freshen it up. Your car's as fresh and clean as my car is, because you're my woman, damn it. And if you need something, I'm there for you. I'll never leave crab shells in your trunk and stink it up. Oh, hell no. I'll never put something in your glove box without the lid uh, uh, tightened up. And have it fall up and spill on your important papers. That is never going to happen with the S-Man, damn it. I will never let your tires go flat. Oh, I pump your tires any time your tires need pumping. And eventually what happens? She smiled. And she didn't say anything right away. But the next time when we were driving around. And she needed somebody to watch her car while she was out of town. Like I let her watch my car when I was out of town. I noticed that the key fob was a little bit thicker this time. You know why? Because it had the real key on it. Oh, yeah. So I walked around the back of that car, took that key, I slid it all up in that lock. Oh, yes, I did. I twisted it to the left, twisted it to the right, and popped that trunk up. Yeah, Jack. And wasn't shit in there.
Then I closed the trunk, walked around to the side, sat in the passenger door, took that key, slid it all deep up inside the lock of that glove box, opened it up, wasn't nothing in there but the damn instruction manual for the car, not a damn, and some of her sunglasses. But I could see the spots where the dude who had been there before had spilt. And I made sure that the stain was gone. And then I walked back around to the trunk and I said, let me take another look at that trunk. And I saw there was a stain in there where the guy had actually taken a bushel of crabs and put them in her trunk. And the stain was still there. And I made sure that got cleaned up too. So when she came back this time, she went in the trunk. Not only was the inside of the car clean, but now the stain from the crab shells wasn't on the carpet anymore. And the glove box, the stain in the glove box was gone. And she was glad she had given me the key. And I was glad she had given me the key too. Because now when she opens up the trunk. She don't have to look at that stain anymore. And now when she goes into a glove box. She doesn't have to look at that stain anymore either. She's used to her car being clean and fresh and smooth and protected. And she now knows that she can hand the key fob to somebody. Who's going to take care of it. And that's how it is all the way around in life, man. You know, if you get the if you get the valet key of life and somebody hands you a valet key, don't worry about it. So what? At least they gave you the key. That's just a step. Don't think of it as the end. Don't think of it as, oh man, I'm just getting this damn valet key. Don't worry about it. You do what you're supposed to do. You treat it with respect. You drive that car with respect. You treat it with respect and love. Treat it the same way you treat your car. You will get the good key fob. They will hand you the key fob. Just like with people, you know, they're not going to open themselves up to you right away. Why would you expect them to? In fact, they open themselves up to you to right away. There might be something wrong with their asses. There's got to be some kind of self-preservation there. Hi, I know we just met, but here's my social security number and the list of times when I'm not home and the most efficient way to take my shit out of the house. Come on, man. <laughs> That's not going to happen. But the most important thing is. If somebody gives you the life valet, valet key, don't worry about it. Just be cool. Be good. Eventually, you'll get the real key. And quite frankly, that's just the beginning of the journey. Because now, now that they've opened themselves up and in the trunk, let you in the glove compartment, gave you the real key fob, you got to keep doing the good stuff. Because then... That's when the real good stuff starts to happen. That's when you really realize you've you done something. That's when... That's when everything works the way it's supposed to. So don't worry about the valet key. Because every time I've ever gotten a valet key from anybody that I've ever met, within a short period of time, I got the real key fob, I got the real key, I got all access. And I honored their honoring of me by not misusing the full access, by making it something that I've treasured and valued as much as I treasure and value anything. And nobody has ever regretted giving me the full access key. Nobody. And that's the truth. Well, folks, this has been the S. Anthony Says podcast. This will be uh, for Monday, the first of the three podcasts this week. Um, I want to thank you cats for being wonderful and listening to me. I want to thank you. You guys have been retweeting me on, uh, on, uh, on, on Twitter really nicely. I really appreciate that you guys. You guys have been really, really cool. You know, um, you know who you are. And I want to thank all of you. I usually thank you guys when you do it on Twitter. Um, 
because that's where you retweet me. So I'll thank you guys for that or whenever you do that. So much love to you. The home base of this podcast is as Anthony says dot podbean dot com. But you can also look up as Anthony says, which is the name of the podcast on Stitcher Radio, on TuneIn Radio, on iTunes. That's right. I'm everywhere. Damn it. You look in your wallet. See that? See that? That's not a picture of a president on your dollar bill. That's me. That's my podcast. Damn it. You should listen again. <laughs> uh, the email for the podcast is, of course, uh, the S. Anthony says podcast at Gmail dot com. I want to thank you guys for your kind words and everything like that. Much love to you all. Now, I haven't decided. I may drop this. This may be a Sunday. I might put this out on Sunday because I know that Memorial Day is Monday. So I may put it out on Sunday. I haven't decided yet. But this technically would be the one that would come out on Monday. I want to say thank you to you all. You guys have been super duper mega ultra cool to me. I appreciate the love. I appreciate the support. Much love to you all. I will see you again on Wednesday. Take care of yourselves, my friends. And make sure that you share me on your social media sites like you always have. I, I know that I say that at the end of all of these things, but it's important that you do. We want to try to make this as big as possible and spread that love out there like you've already been doing. So keep up that. And I, much love to you all. Ladies and gentlemen, I am done. We're having fun. And this is podcast number one of the week. <laughs> and that's why I have no rap career. Ladies and gentlemen, this is S. Anthony Thomas. This is the S. Anthony Says Podcast. Much love to you. See you next time. And S. Anthony out. Go!